It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles, or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Hey, it's Charlie, and you're listening to the Encouragers United Podcast. wonderful historical words spoken by former President Theodore Roosevelt remind us that there are basically two different types of people in the world. Are you a spectator in life or are you a participant? In this episode, I want to make a distinction between those who stand back and watch the game and those who are in the trench playing the game. You see, it's not good enough to skirt the responsibility for a situation and simply give your critique from a distance. No real power in this life comes from stepping into the plate, that batter's box, taking responsibility and making something happen. One of the things I've noticed in working with people and their struggles in life is that most of them fall into one of two perspectives, one of two camps, either spectators in life or participants in life. You're either watching the game, passively evaluating and waiting for things to happen, or you are in the game, you're playing the game, you're taking responsibility and you're gonna make things happen. There's obviously a big difference. Kind of like the old illustration I used to use with my students and my and my athletes. You're either a thermometer in life or you're a thermostat. You see, the therm the thermometer only reflects the temperature of the room, whereas the thermometer sets the temperature in the room. I recently heard my wife Wendy say to a group of, of friends that she would always rather play a sport than she would to watch a sport. And that in her past, having a college athletic director and coach for a husband was quite difficult on her at times, because as you can imagine, all I ever did was go to sporting events and watch them. (laughs) 
But I knew that this was something about her personality. And so I didn't drag her along to, uh, you know, all the events all the time. But you see, she is much more geared to want to get into the mix and play the game, whatever it is, rather than sit back and passively watch or process the game from a distance. And I actually love her for that. She's action oriented. She's willing to get her hands dirty. And it's she's not very interested in the commentary after the fact. A spectator perspective in life often processes its situation as a critique. You see, these individuals are living a life of reflection and often criticism, mostly in hindsight after something happens, where they really have no responsibility at all for the circumstances they find themselves in. It's passive, you see, while participants realize that this life is like a one-shot deal and they live to take initiative and to take responsibility to positively make a difference right where they at right now. So which are you? Would you prefer to sit back and analyze and observe the game, critiquing it in a passive sense? Or are you willing to get in the game and participate? I want you to listen to the powerful words from a, a passage in the Bible. It's James chapter 1, verse 22. Really simple verse here, but it says, Be doers of the word, not just hearers only, deceiving yourselves. Again, but be doers of the word, not just hearers only, deceiving yourselves. See, I take this to be the encouragement that we can't just sit back and hear the instructions or hear what God wants us to do. We need to do it. Let's take a look at some of the differences between spectators and participants in life. Those who are only watching the game and those who are playing the game. Then we'll look at how you can become a better participant. Let me talk about some signs for you if you are more of a spectator. Spectators have lots of talk and unfortunately little action. They talk a good game. They talk about the plans they have to accomplish or, you know, quite often spectators fool themselves into believing that just talking about something uh, is the same as accomplishing something. If you're not careful, a spectator will get the paralysis of analysis. It's, uh, won't get much done or accomplished for the fear of making the wrong decision or not taking any risks at all. Spectators can come across like they have all the answers. Well, you should have done this or you could have done it that way. But they usually really don't have much experience at all. A good example uh, is a character from an old movie that Matt Damon was in called Goodwill Hunting. Those of you may know that movie. He knew a lot about a lot of things. But in the early part of the film, he was hiding out as a spectator. It took Robin Williams' character to tell him and to work with him, to tell him that he knew a lot, but that he had to really live life by taking a risk. See, spectators are really good at sitting back and criticizing and complaining. Spectators are great at identifying what other people should have done or what they could have done, but they rarely do anything themselves. They're good at the beginning, but they're bad at the follow-through. And when they begin something, spectators tend to stop there and they always fail to follow through. 
Spectators are quick to make excuses. It was this person's fault or it was that situation that prevented us from moving forward. They can be quite creative when it comes to making excuses for why they won't step up and be participants themselves. If you discover yourself in a spectator's place, you need to be careful. You need to be compassionate and considerate and respectful of the person that you are critiquing or the advice that you're giving. Even though that person may be making mistakes, they're trying to do their best to do something good and to make a difference. And you would be much better served to hop into the game and join them rather than sit back and criticize. Don't be a spectator. Don't be just a hearer of the word. Be a doer. Go do something. Let's talk now about some characteristics of participants. Participants in life take action. They know that to be successful, they have to make things happen. They have to take responsibility. And the action that they take is typically consistent, it's intelligent, and it's creative, and it's heartfelt. Participants are comfortable saying, I don't know. But they don't just stop there. When successful participants don't know the answer to some problem, they always seek it out to find out the answer. Participants are living life. Successful people live life in the moment, right now. They tend to have certain light about their eyes, right? They have a joy. There's a positivity about them. They're usually the kind of people that you want to hang around. Participants rarely complain. And when a challenge or a difficult situation arises, they roll up their sleeves. They either alter their situation or they alter themselves to successfully manage and handle that situation. You know, it's been said that 80% of life comes down to just showing up. But people who are playing the game, participants, know that you have to do way more than just show up. You have to show up with a plan, work at the plan, and then follow up on all the little details, right? That's what playing the game in the moment really looks like. Participants don't make excuses. Failure to them is not defeat. It's simply the chance to try again with more information, right? Failure is not the end. Failure is education. And successful participant-oriented people actually study their defeats, their failures, to learn what they can do differently the next time. And in this way, they become all the better at playing the game and more likely to have success the next time they swing the bat. You see, it's been said in life that you're either part of the problem or you're part of the solution. And my experience has told me that if you're playing the game, you're a participant, you're trying to take responsibility, then you're going to be part of the solution, no matter where you are or what you're up against. But if you just resign yourself to simply sit back, stand back and watch, folding your arms, being a spectator, anything that you want to contribute or to criticize is probably just going to end up being part of the problem. So don't be just a hero about the word, be a doer. Thanks for listening to my rant. Start where you are, take what you have, and do what you can.
For this week's installment of Inspiring Ideas, I want to tell you about a new organization that I just became aware of. It's called Crossover Malawi. Some of us may not even know what that is, but Malawi is an African nation. It's in the far southeastern part of the continent of Africa. Crossover Malawi partners with River of Life, a local holistic ministry in Malawi that's changing the landscape of their country. Here are some of the ways that the partnership is making a difference. Among the estimated 16 million of the population of Malawi, one of every two people is under the age of 18. Think about that. 50% of the country is less than adulthood. And thus, Malawi is a very youthful country. Currently, the youth in the country face a very diverse set of problems. Their transition to adulthood needs to be understood in the larger developmental context of the whole culture and the society. Social inequities, low access to education, homelessness, gender discrimination, widespread unemployment, weakened health systems, they all plague this country. So Crossover Malawi and its primary leader in the United States, a pastor named Jack Eason, are trying to make a difference. And they're raising money to help fight this uh, trend in this country by providing technical education. Since the majority of the Malawi population is young, investing in young people in terms of education, like vocational skills and healthcare, could result in a completely different uh, outcome for them as working adults in the future. I want to tell you about the Youth Skills Development Center that Crossover Malawi funds through River of Life. Uh, They're empowering the youth through the following approaches. They're providing them with computer skills, carpentry skills, tailoring, welding, tinsmithing, hairdressing, home crafting, plumbing, electrical, painting, bricklaying. And they're training these youth in other social issues like human rights, um, the gender equalities involving the youth and sports activities like football. Um, In terms of improving their health, the youth are accessing um, medical care that is not available anywhere else. And this ministry is making a tremendous difference by simply providing life skills training to young people in this country. And what I found out is just for 87 American dollars, just $87, you can provide six months of technical and vocational training, healthcare provision, uh, and mentoring for these young people. Just $87 provides six months of training for these young people. What a great thing that Crossover Malawi is doing to change the culture in a country. What a great way for you to possibly get involved in changing a young person's life all the way across the country. I would encourage you to get involved by going to their website, crossovermalawi.com. That's crossover, M-A-L-A-W-I.com, crossovermalawi.com. Just $87. What a great, inspiring idea to change the life of a young person. They start where they are. They take what they have and they do what they can.
Hi, I'm Heather Erb, and I host the Shine.fm MomCast. It's specifically for moms. Couldn't we all just use a little extra bit of encouragement, maybe a little tidbit of wisdom, or just a different perspective on how moms are doing things these days? Definitely encourage you to check out the MomCast. You can search for us on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere where you listen to your podcast. Just search for Shine.fm Podcasts. Hi, it's Charlie. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Encouragers United Podcast. I need a favor. I'm trying to grow my podcast and the listenership um, so that I can encourage more people and to expand my reach to attract those that are uh, encouragers in our world. I would like you to do me a favor if you could. Uh, I've done several episodes in lots of different formats, but I would love for you to leave me a review uh, and a rating. But in this rating and review, I would like you to give me a secret message as to which type of format of my podcast you like the best. It might be for you to give me a four or five star review and then simply say, I love the way Charlie interviews other, you know, other guests on his show. He's creative and his guests are very informative. That would be a review for you to tell me that you want to hear me do more interviews. However, perhaps you could leave a four or five star review and say, Charlie speaks with wisdom and encouragement. And when he talks, uh, people listen. You know, that would be a way for you to tell me that you like my teaching and that you'd rather just hear me speak. But I would love to get more reviews so that it expands my reach and it informs more people on your, on your podcast platforms that my show exists. That way I think I can expand my reach to more people and encourage more of the encouragers. I really appreciate again your support through these. Uh, it's been over a year and a half that I've been working on the podcast and I'm getting better and better at it, but I'm at a point where I need your help and that support is very welcomed. Thank you again.